let's take a look into the future of time has passed. I know, I was gonna like really hesitantly like put my hand in for like a end team. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you watch as this guy moves over here and kind of leans out one of its little, a piece of like its swirling tornado and you see a very large lightning bolt come from it and go through all of you in total. We have a monk, a cleric, and a champion on a dragon. On the <laughs> druid. Yeah, we're, we're basically a Final Fantasy party. Yes. Yeah, you guys, you guys have fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just be over here <laughs> with the chest. Everybody grab the door. We count to three. Are we going Do on we go on go three? Or three? Are we going on three or go? <laughs> Welcome to episode 45 of Time Has Passed. I just had the opportunity to listen to a little bit of this episode right before recording this. And I just gotta say, Waffles did a freaking amazing job with the sound effects. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I just did, because honestly, it sounds so amazing and makes us feel so epic and just awesome. Good job, Waffles. Thank you. <laughs> uh, he puts so much hard work into this and honestly is just an all-around all-star with the work for this podcast. Anyways, as I ramble about waffles, I'm going to cut myself off because I do also want to talk about our friends at Goblets and Gaze. They are another Pathfinder 2E podcast. And what we're going to do is you guys are about to hear a little promo from them uh, because we think they're awesome and you guys should check them out. Here we go. Have you ever wanted a podcast that tackles the hard questions? Like, why do wizards wear those pointy hats? Is it morally okay to burn your name into a table? Is there a difference between dead and never waking up? Well, if you've ever wanted to know the answers to any of these questions, then I have a podcast for you. We are Goblets and Gaze, a bi-weekly Pathfinder 2E podcast. Join our cast of an angsty barbarian, a pyromaniac goblin, a girl whose family loved astrology a little too much, a cultist, and a hot topic reject as they journey to a lost city and try to keep a twink alive. Follow us all on your social media at Goblets and Gaze, join our Discord as well, and we hope to see you out there. Goodbye! If that sounded like something you guys want to check out, I highly recommend them. Waffles highly recommends them. So you can find them on Twitter at Goblets and Gaze or their podcast, which is also Goblets and Gaze. So go check them out. And without further ado, let's get to our episode. We pick up with all of you standing there, three of you. Staring at limited wish scrolls. I put mine comfortably in my bag after, uh, like, going like, okay, this needs to be protected, so. Do I recognize it? Like, I know it's a, a wish scroll? Yeah, it's in, you can read it, so, like, you can, I mean, you have training in Arcana, so, like, you can, you can read a scroll. You, you don't think that you would have the ability to, like, cast the spell itself, but you also think that, actually, I'm also give me an Arcana roll. That's such a bad roll. 29. Okay. Uh, you don't think that you could cast a spell since you're not a caster with this spell on like any of your list whatsoever. That said, 
you do have like a slight odd feeling from it. It's like if you had Tota's staff, like you could attune to it. Now, could you cast the spells from it? No. And you're you're kind of getting that kind of weird feeling from it of like, well, while I can't cast it, I can still use it. If that makes any sense. I I'm weirdly am trained in a cult, like magic as a tradition, and I have focus spells technically. So I don't know if that like changes it at all. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, out of curiosity, because all uh, styles of magic have a version of this spell, for divine casters, it's miracle. Does it stay a wish spell when I'm holding it? You can give me a religion check. Uh, for note, I'm not trying to change it. I am just... Uh, I wish uh, this was I'm, a miracle spell. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Crap. But that is not what I am doing. I am just asking the question as an academic. I wish for three limited wish scrolls. <laughs> See, this is why Waffles is just going to say to you, no. <laughs> just you, yeah. Dude. Leon, you're kind of like thinking it over. Uh, you're getting the feeling that while you, don't, you have never thought like you'd be able to cast this spell, that uh, due to having the ability to cast high-level divine spells and having opened the chest, that this this spell is kind of... It, it is attuned to you, and you would be able to cast it. And it would be a wish spell. Got it. Mick, I, I have a suggestion for how you use your wish spell. Wish for good luck? No. <laughs> there are some... It's limited. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you you should wish for like uh uh, uh the special brew, the Skella brew. Good idea. Homebrew. Oh, uh, let's not go to those campaigns. Wait, I'm not familiar with this reference. This was before I met Waffles. <laughs> Look, Sarah, it's a rabbit hole. You don't want to go down. Run away. Run what? away. Skella brew, madam. I vaguely think I've heard of this. You have. Uh, but Waffles, why did you think it was ever a good idea to hand this over to Varso? <laughs> not the character. I want just ten Haranthels. <laughs> oh god well no wish for one super herenthal <laughs> whoa I want a herenthal that's twice as big as me <laughs> and never runs out of components <laughs> I wish I were an owlbear and never turns into chicken nuggets <laughs> oh my god I wish I was an owlbear that's gonna yeah. be great <laughs> uh, alright alright rabbit hole yeah, rabbit yeah, hole, rabbit hole. Uh, Tanagul is like staring at this kind of in shock and she just turns down the hallway to the rest of the group and just kind of starts walking over to everybody. I Is this for like now or after? Leon kind of shrugs wide-eyed. I mean, unless you have something for now, he says as he's looking over Mick's shoulder. I, uh... <laughs> I imagine it's for whenever you find a use for it. Assuming we can take these out. Actually, that's another good question. That's what I'm worried about, because we couldn't take out the magic carpet from the other room. What sense do we get from these scrolls? Like, do we get a sense of, like, it only works within whatever dimensional space this magic temple is? Much like your candle, you're not sure if it can, if they can come out of the Starstone Trials with you, but you think you can definitely take them out of this room. Okay. So... I will repeat that to the group generally. The it, it seems similar to my candle in that hopefully we can take it out, but we can certainly take it out of here. Tanigal just looks more concerned. She's just like, but then how do I know when to use it? How do I know? Tanigal. 
What? Mm? You'll know when you need it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I can't think of anything <laughs> off the top of my Oh, granted. There's something, but... If you're not confident you can use it properly, I will always help you. <laughs> I will have to turn you down there, but thank you for the offer. I'm going to insight, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you need to. I think you yeah. get everything well, from I'm stone. curious what he means. <laughs> Make a perception. Okay. 37. I don't know if this is like you trying to like lie or anything but i'm I'm curious what you actually mean by them <laughs> no i mean you get the sense from knowing doldrin that while he most certainly would enjoy using it for whatever he would like uh given given the nature of the spell and the situation you're in he would definitely use it towards the right end at least so far as he saw which the right end is victory against the hooded figure whether it necessarily would be 100% how you want it used, probably not, because you don't always agree with Doldrin, but it would be towards the right end. <laughs> okay. you definitely use it for the cause. She she nods at you, and she's like, thanks. And then she'll, like, just strap it down to, like, her pack, or, or put it away, basically. Um, and just still kind of verbalizing some... some spitballing brainstorming from from her end and she's just like do you think like it's limited right like and we know it's limited right like our characters know it's limited yes okay uh other people as you guys are kind of talking it out though other people can give me the uh give me arcana rolls to find out like what that means natural 20 <laughs> 39 for a 40 Basically, she's saying, um, just to finish the thought, like, do you think we can use this to say something like, I want to be strong enough to defeat them? Like, how do these work? Does anybody know how these work? I can already tell you no. <laughs> yeah, a big no. <laughs> Honestly, with your background in riddles, you'd probably be the best one to answer that question. Doldrin, as your, uh, as Tanigal is, like, shooting off questions... Uh, Doldrin and I'll say Mick as well. Mick, you having read about them, Doldrin, you have some sort of innate knowledge about them as Doldrin himself. You guys get the sense that the limited wish scroll can be used to basically restore something to the world that like wouldn't affect the balance of the world. It can't take anything away from the world. And it can't be anything that, like, truly affects the balance of the world. Like, you can't wish the hooded figure out of existence. You can't wish yourself to be strong enough to defeat him because that affects the balance of the current world. Can you wish yourself stronger? Probably. Can you wish for a strong item? Yep. Doldrin, in your experience, could Tanigal wish for her mother back? Yes. Could Herentho be wished back? Yes. Um, just like, like, not as a joke, just wondering, could we like wish for each other out of existence? Like, is it powerful enough to do that? Mick, what the hell, man? You don't think so, especially since you guys are on the, on the path to saving the world that would very likely change the fate of something. Okay. But you also said we can wish things into existence, not out of, right? Like. Yes. Could we wish Lena back? Oh. Who's Lena? I didn't. Stop. <laughs> that one you're not exactly sure about because you don't know what her state is. If she is 
giving the hooded figure power, then no. If she is just stuck somewhere, then yeah, because she's not going to... You can't wish her by your side in the Starstone, but you could like wish her out of her current thing. If we make a mistake, is the wish wasted, or does it just kind of like give us a mental, you can't do that? <laughs> you get the sense it would attempt to be fulfilled to the best of the ability that oh. you were trying to wish for. There's no telling how much of a monkey's paw this is in terms of it interpreting our our wishes, right? Like it's yeah. Is there a telling of how much of a monkey's paw? If you're very specific with it, the better. But also, don't make it complicated and don't reach too far. And and I don't know how literal it'll go. So look, the whole thing that we've experienced so far with the Starstone trial and getting to this point has been working together and there's four prizes and five of us even though we only got three of them four chests even though we only got three of them i just i feel like it's telling us to still do this together so i don't like that that i have one and that means that doldrin and and i kind of wave between leon and toda because i don't actually know who has it currently um and then one of you don't either. I think these three should be used for all of us in agreeance. Agreed. I agree. No, I don't agree. I I think it needs to be used for our cause. I don't think it necessarily needs to be used for something that benefits immediately the group. No, no, I mean, just to be in agreeance. So, like, if I want to make sure that my mom is okay, I'm not just going to do that on my own. I'm gonna make sure that every one of you is okay with that right barring an immediate emergency where it's like ah we're all dying we need to save ourselves right yeah uh, basically yes i agree with that if if we need it and it's for the cause use it you don't need to discuss it but if it's something we can discuss discuss it okay uh speaking of us working together (laughs) i i Okay. Uh, no, go ahead. If if you have, I know I was gonna like really hesitantly like put my hand in for like a and team. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> are you okay? As you do it, and like Leon Easy like slightly reach. smiles. Uh, speaking about that, yeah, like my hand raises and then goes back down. <laughs> uh, speaking about that, and he'll point to your raised hand. Uh, we just got separated, and expected to do single trials. But we should work together. And when I was doing mine, a a thought came to me of a ritual that might be worth doing that might make, I don't know, it's it's meant to show camaraderie uh, and it gives benefits for uh, a group working together and showing that they really care. And if anywhere would pay attention to a ritual like that, it would be here. It's it's a little complicated, and we might need to adapt it if we even can. But if it works, something good might happen. My only concern with, like, I'll go into detail about what specifically it does in a second. But my and only a concern thing is that does a thing. Like my only concern about doing a large ritual is that every time we've done something that we don't even intend to, all of a sudden things spiral out of control, and we're suddenly fighting a giant monster so i don't know whether it's a good idea or not what are you take talking a step about? back and tell us what you're talking about first i've already lost so out of character i'm talking about the heart bond ritual 
It's, uh, <laughs> You're getting married. It's in, in character, though, in a way Doldrin can understand. What are you asking? So it's not only for marriage, it's for anyone with a strong connection. Uh, and basically it, it would solidify the, the, the bond of the group as a whole, right? And it, a, as a benefit, it would, if the ritual is successful, it would allow us to all have status on each other. It would allow us to cast messages. It would... How many people can it be done on? It can be done on a lot of people. And that's why it would need to be modified so it could be one casting for the entire group if we even can. Uh, but you can have as many heart bonds as you want uh, between people. Kinky, okay. It's not a marriage spell. That's why it's not a marriage <laughs> spell. Polyamory confirmed. Okay, so you're saying you need to modify this and you don't know if you can in order to do this? Well, I'm saying that if I modify it so that the group can do it as one ritual, it would theoretically, like, if done as written, it would take 10 hours to cover everyone. Goodness. And I'd rather do it as a, oh. as a shorter ritual that would take less time, would be the modifier I'd like to do. Wait, do you want to use one of your wish spells for this? No! I, I oh, we can okay. we can literally the, the ritual cost is not that expensive. Uh, it's only a little bit of wine and you know some trinkets to cast. So it has to be modified if we don't want it to take ten hours, right? Yes. I mean, if only. How do you know if you can do that or not? Like, how long will that take you? That that is a question of something that we I'd like to talk about as a group to see if it's even possible if we think we can even do it. Um. Not the magic person. I'm the punch person, so I probably won't be helpful. But go ahead. You have you have a background in the occult, so is is that something we're even interested in doing? Though is my question because like a big ritual like this, even if it's successful, could cause all sorts of wacky things to happen. What does it right? do? Just lets us know about each other. Like is, yeah, just status on each other. What else does it do? It allows if we critical succeed, it would allow us to have telepathy. Uh on ourselves so we could communicate without needing to speak. It would allow us to have a status on each other. It allow us to know where each other are basically at all times. I'm I'll pretty sure this place completely will. honest, I yeah, I think this place supersedes that. Like the void that I just came from and she kinda just like looks around making sure that everyone else also just came from a void. It it didn't matter, I don't think this place is out of time and everything and and i don't know we are in we are in a place where gods are literally forged i think it they will break the rules of whatever spell you try to cast well, well no and we've been told that time is not on our side here right what what i'm saying though is that by proving that we can that we have a solidified bond through this ritual because the ritual only works between people who have a strong enough bond as, as per the requirements of the spell, it might make the trial go faster. I think, I think we need to prove it ourselves. Yes. Right, but this is, this is a process of proving it, right? No, no, no. If, if we don't have the required bond, the ritual won't work. What I'm saying is, I don't think this place cares whether a spell is going to stick on us or not. Secondly, are you confident that that would stick for all of us? Well, and follow-up question, where are we going to get wine? <laughs> Leon pulls a bottle of wine out of his pack. Wow. Okay, never mind. So, here's the thing. This spell only works for people that have a strong enough bond. We're only going to pass these tests if we have a strong enough bond. I think it's cyclical. I think that 
passing these tests is proof enough and passing as using this as proof is point is not going to help like we have to pass these tests together that is the test you're you're making your own test to see if we pass this spell and i don't think that that's the point if i could suggest maybe there's going to be a time where we need to stop and rest for a while that might be a good time to work on this and potentially yeah. figure out the mechanics of it i think i mean the way i see things right now we I, I agree with Tanical. I think this whole thing, we need to be together and cohesive to make it through these trials. And while I believe it would be very helpful to have the benefits of the ritual that you're talking about, I think that's definitely more of something that will help us in the fight against the hooded figure. And I think if we're going to have that, it might be better to have it going into that fight um, more so than the trials. If we have a chance of fighting the hooded figure, it means we've passed these trials. And if we've passed these trials, I wonder if we don't... You said uh, status and and telepathy? Well, what's to stop us from just having that after this, right? The sky's the limit. I don't know what this means, but if we pass the star stones and are on our way to to be a god, is it that difficult to just have that be a thing amongst us? I, we we pass it together. I think literally after these trials, the skies is specifically not the limit. <laughs> I mean, after the I trials. just think it's an interesting point that because these trials are not static, right? They're, they're built specifically for us. There's nothing saying that they couldn't shorten themselves if we show enough initiative. I agree with Toda. Let's. I think we're all in agreement that if it's a ten-hour thing, that we can't really afford it right, right now. Uh, agreed. So agreed. Next time we rest, if it's possible to do and it's short enough, then it's also a why not kind of a thing. Okay. Is everybody ready? And I like look warily at the door in front of us. <laughs> do we need to rest? I'm. I'm fine. I only use two spells. Somebody wants to patch up my bruises. Yeah, I I can I, I can do that real quick. If anybody else is taking any damage then um I, I i can help with that as well i think just I'm don't still drill. drained too from our favorite friend um if there's anything to be done about that <laughs> um so doldrin i i can heal you for a uh uh i'm pretty sure i can heal you for guaranteed uh 2d8 plus 50 but i'm gonna make sure on that real quick Tanigal, after that last trial, something about this space, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more powerful than I did when we entered. Uh, when we rest again, uh, I might be able to take something that will help remove uh, what is affecting you. One of these? And she like points to the tattoos that from the hooded figure. <laughs> and he like sucks an air of like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if we can remove, I, I may be able to deal with the symptoms, not the root cause. Well, that would definitely be worth a shot, I think. So am I kicking this door in, or... I think open it gently, maybe. Is there anything written on the door? Because my uh, tongue is still up. It lasts an hour. As all of you kind of uh, look at the door, Doldrin's asking if he should uh, kick it in. You guys see five little handles down at the bottom of the door. Oh, 
Thematic. Yeah. I grabbed two of yeah. them. No, I'm kidding. Not sure how this works. <laughs> We're lifting. Door, but okay. Great. Everybody grab the door. We count to three. Are we going <laughs> on we go on go three? Or three? Or Are we going yeah. on three or go? And as you guys all grab the door and start saying that, like the second that the last person's hand touches it, it starts lifting up. Like almost. Door's like, just don't, don't argue. Just go. Just go. <laughs> Get out of Get my out room. Get out of my room. Gosh. Um, let's go. Let's step through together. One question, Waffles. When we leveled up, did we get any benefits of the level up, such as health or spell slots? Uh, you got health, not spell slots. Okay. I mean, technically you got spell slots, but you just don't, like, they're not prepared and stuff like that. Like, you haven't prepared spells, so. Right, we're not spontaneous casters. Right. If we were, right. that'd be a different story. Oh, uh, Waffles, by the way, every, every like, couple of minutes I, I'm stopping to pray to keep a bubble of temp HP on me. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Every few minutes he just does a like quick little dance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do a little jig. Uh, before I forget, uh, Get down my <laughs> tongue does last for an hour and my heroism only lasted for 10 minutes. I assume the heroism between the trial and the second trial went away at this point. Heroism is gone. Uh, you probably have about half the time left on your tongues. Perfect. Thank you. Your tongue has been removed. <laughs> As you guys all step through this doorway, you are, again, immediately transported kind of through this dark space and onto another platform that, upon immediately standing, it is hard for all of you to fit on it together. I push Mick off. You see <laughs> Understandable. dark and murky water that is rather deep, unmoving. You see grates along the walls, runic etched rocks, tree trunks, and uh, full dead trees exposing themselves out of the water. You see a doorway to your north, another across the room to your west, and a treasure chest down at the south. Broken bridges reveal that everything used to lead that used to lead to the treasure chest down to the south is no longer there. As I'll pull you onto the map. It's like a sewer system. Oh, oh boy. Oh, man. So we are up here? You're on the left. But again, this is uh, rather hard for all of you to fit on at the same time, as you can probably see. Uh, Toto wants to um, get a feel for the water, see if there's anything um, particularly... Bad about it? Is there any sort of toxin or uh, special property? Okay, make a nature check. Sorry, I look behind us, my mic. <laughs> uh, is the door still there? The door behind you? Yeah. Yeah, it's just closed. And are there handles on it? On this side? No. Uh, Toda, as you're kind of looking over the water, it looks like it's like very stagnant, very steel. Uh, with your nature check, you can tell that it does move from time to time like the water itself is not like you can tell it hasn't been stagnant for ever basically uh you also get the sense that like you stick the edge of your staff down in it like the very end of it and you get the sense that it's it has this almost sticky quality to it Mm -mm. wait the water has a sticky quality like he pulls his he pulls yeah. his staff out and it's no it's yeah. like it's not just wet and dripping down it's like it's 
it's like a very very viscous viscous if something is very viscous it's like still pretty runny right no no, no. it's what you're trying to say that it is viscous. it's like jello maybe uh no i'm trying to say it's more like slime kind of i'm trying to say it's like relatively runny slime if that makes sense like eggy mm. yeah like egg yolk that's a good one can i make some kind of check to see if i can see these are you said the one the rock in the middle it's like a rune etched rock um can i try to identify the symbols on it and and i can't cast detect magic but you know just basically see does it does it strike me as magical and if i can read it yeah give me an occult check 40 yeah, you're kind of looking it over it definitely looks like some very old type of rune type of runes and language uh it, you don't think it has any kind of magical quality to it though it just like it looks like it was taken from a very old place and placed here can um, i read it with my tongues uh yeah you begin kind of reading some of the runes on it and none of it like it's basically just a bunch of random runes kind of slapped on a rock if that makes sense uh no, they don't like tell a story it's not like a pamphlet or anything but you're sitting here reading it over and you get the sense that this definitely comes from uh, one of the elemental planes. Okay. Oh boy. That's an, I, I think this place got transplanted from an elemental plane. Like a god picked it up and plucked it out and put it here. So look, I mean, we all saw like the viscousness of, of the water, right? From his staff, we're aware of that. Yeah. Yeah, he would share that openly. So I'm worried about touching this stuff. I mean, we have to be careful. The door is over there up to the northeast corner, and there's a chest. Is this kind of like the other place where we had to, like, jump? There has to be something else different about this. Could be a swimming something? Um, hold on. These, uh... These bridges seem broken. Uh, Toto wants to like press down with his staff on the uh, wooden bridge. Yeah. Uh, so that's a. It looks like it's a wooden bridge that used to lead kind of to where the treasure chest is. You see another one hanging on the other side from you. So it's not fully extended out, just hanging there. It's kind of hanging down at a forty-five degree angle. But you like go to press on it, and you get the sense with like enough strength obviously it's going to take more than just your staff but with enough strength it would break that's kind of how well of a hold it has currently like would it support our weight or one person's weight maybe maybe a small person's De like if doldrin how jumped far on it, down is break. the liquid currently about 30 feet 30 feet under you to the surface and then you don't know how deep it is oh like gotcha. it, like so we're above it. I guess not thirty feet because you stuck your staff in it. Uh, we'll say like fifteen. You like la leaned over the edge and like your arm and the staff length. You were able to get it. And me just actually noticing this. There's a door to the north. Is that a door to the northeast and a door to the east? Yes. Are there two doors? Yep. Uh, where? Which? Which way are we supposed to go? I guess we choose. Oh. Uh, Waffles, out of curiosity, based off of the spell Tongues, and I apologize, I forgot I heightened it to 7th level, so it lasts for 8 hours. But okay. um, I don't think I can actually tell what the language is, like, based off of the spell. Like, I think it just translates automatically for me. Or is there a way I can be like, oh, that's Ogwin, or oh, that's, that's from, like, the which elemental plane that's from. 
I don't think you can tell what language it's, it is. And I'll tell you that you get the sense, whether correct or not, you're not sure, but you get the sense that it's likely from, or at least like derives and wants to represent multiple elemental planes. Like you see the water, like you see, you see like the word for water and then the word for fire and then the word for earth and then another word for water and then like that's what's leading you to believe this. What's the bet on this water being alive and the second we fall in, it becomes some sort of amorphous blob that eats us? Very high, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, probably. Why don't you... Well, it didn't react when you touched it, right? Maybe because it didn't taste blood? Maybe. It was, it was just the end of the staff. Um, so, one thing I'd, I'd like to try. Um, you see the log over at the other end and the one up there i wonder i might be able to make a boat out of those and we could have something to move around on in this stuff um that might work i would, I would have to get over there which if this room is like the other and i can't fly then that would be difficult but um I think it's at least worth the try. Actually, that's right. Uh, Mick, can you try those boots you tried again? Took the words out of my mouth. And uh, Mick will attempt to try his boots of flying. Okay. As Mick begins to activate his flying boots, Mick, you feel the boots begin to activate. And you guys hear this rushing water coming from the north. And in your heads, you hear, now you must prove yourself against nature itself. And I need everyone to roll initiative. I feel I have made a <laughs> horrible mistake. Can I use nature to roll initiative? Uh, no. Uh, Waffles, I'm going <laughs> to use my, um, it's worth a try. I'll set his cloak and anticipate peril to give myself a plus one. Okay. I rolled a natural two. Good. I'm not pre-rolling. 45. <laughs> Natural one on my initiative. 47. Well, the time to... Just leave it alone. 35. Man. Oh, yeah. Um, And I roll initiative, so I'm going to put myself in a wolf stance. So I have no idea what to expect. Toda, uh, rolling over your perception check, you hear this rushing water. Or, not your perception, rolling over your nature check, you hear this rushing water. And... You get the sense it's going to be like you already see some coming out of the grates to your north and you get the sense that it is going to be upon you guys probably mechanically next round is this like a wave or is it filling you are not sure okay at this part at this point we'll start the combat so we can start your turn if you want to give me like a crafting check you see get you see gates at the top and gates at the bottom if you want to give me a crafting check to try to figure it out you can if not then you can do your turn hmm nah um i will just say uh water's coming in it'll be on us soon um i'm i'm gonna try to make it over to the other other side um as quickly as I can. Uh, are you going... Are we going... Which door? Which door are we going to? What about the chest? That was significant last time. Yeah, I was going to go to the log and um, transform it. Unless you want me to 
prepare to fight whatever it is that we're about to that might be coming out of there. You lost me out of character. Log. Yeah, the stump at the end that I was talking about turning into a boat. Why don't Why don't you oh. just be a big dragon and fly us to the door after we get the chest? Well, I, I mean, I point to Dolce. Okay, <laughs> if if you insist. I just don't know if we have time. That, that's fine with me. Um, Crafting a boat was great when there wasn't a wall of water. Yeah, true. That's true. Toto is going to go ahead and um, run off the platform. Uh, and in midair, he is going to transform, or at least attempt to, uh, transform into a... I guess I should go with one that's got a swim speed. He's going to turn into a bronze dragon. And since they leveled up, his cantrips are now level 8. So he turns into a huge uh, bronze dragon. Nice. Ooh, more carrying capacity. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I think <laughs> Yeah, of. no. What's great is I can carry all of you with literally zero problems. Ooh, look at so watery. So wow. watery. It I'm so cool, guys! Leviathan-y. That's really awesome. I think that's my favorite so far. Toto spins his turn running off the stone, jumping into the air, and turning into a brass dragon. A bronze dragon. Yeah, he's just like kind of flying just under the cutoff. Trying to avoid the uh, uh, bridge that's broken, but uh, flying in a spot where he could where everybody else could easily just step off and step on his back. Now boarding. I board airline Toda. <laughs> I, I hope this has an in-flight Guys, movie. be ready. They said nature. All of nature. Not just water. I'm sure flying won't be a problem. There's barely any nature up in the air. There's going to be no tornadoes. It's going to be fine. Don't give waffles ideas. So my first action is to board the dragon. My second action is to raise my shield. My third action is to make a perception check at this chest to see if it is locked. Okay. I wish for us to have the treasure in the chest. I wish for us to succeed the trial. Alright, good game. Sorry, nature. <laughs> Guys, this was so easy. They just put these here and we won. 43? <laughs> With your 43, I will tell you that you can see there is no lock on the outside of it and it is fully shut. You guys... On the flood's turn, hear it begin picking up. And then you begin seeing some of the water rise with like this glow kind of in the middle of it, probably about 120 feet away from you guys, as some sort of elemental takes form. Oh, of course. It was a good bet. I regret the stance I picked, but. <laughs> I think we may have to fight oh, it everyone. Has punchy fists. Uh, that was two of its actions, and then it begins moving towards you guys. Dolphin's like, how? <laughs> now it is mixed turn. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Did my once-a-day abilities come back after Tentacle's mom uh, heroically disintegrated? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Rip mom. Mick will kind of like, as he's mounting up onto the Toyota Airlines and looking for his... Um, airline snacks and peanuts and coffee or whatever. Um, he'll kind of just say to the party, uh, I'm getting the feeling we may need to fight this rather than flee. I doubt they'll let us go so easily. Maybe. Are you, aren't you flying? Didn't you activate your boots? Yeah, but I figured, I thought we were riding the cool Toto dragon. Get off the damn <laughs> dragon and fly to the chest. Okay, okay, okay. May I redact that? 
<laughs> I will fly to the uh, the chest, and I will probably go about like <laughs> ten feet above the water. I have uh, forty movement speed, so I can get here. So I'd like to just actually, I'll just land right in front of the chest. Okay. Right, all alone by myself, so whatever spawns next to me can <laughs> kill me real hard. Remember, you fly you're extendable. And land right beside the chest. It's a mimic. It bites my head off. <laughs> That's the end of my turn. I also join a Dragonway airplane. <laughs> Flight attendant. Are we fighting? I don't think we need to fight unless the doors won't open unless we win, but I say we try to avoid it and just fend it off if we have to. I, I think the answer is yes, but we're going to fight as little as possible. I... Oh, did I did I finish um, refocusing back in the other chamber? No. Okay, even after the fact. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I'll say I'll say yes just because you guys spent so long after the chest. Well, they were healing me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll say I'll say you definitely refocus during that. Okay, thank you. So then I will take an action and shift into Wild Wind stance instead. It's one action move. I think just one action to change stances, and then that's it. That's all I do. Nice. Doldren hops on flight Toda and uh, raises his shield and kind of like positions himself to try to like put himself in between everybody else and the water demon thingy. We have a we have a monk, a cleric, and a champion on a dragon. On the <laughs> druid. Yeah, we're we're basically a Final Fantasy party. Yes. Yeah, you guys, you guys have fun. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll just be over here with the chest. <laughs> Guys, you fight good. Are you done yet? God! You're also part of the party. This is why we voted you out. Speaking of over here by the chest, uh, Nick, you begin to feel the wind around you pick up. Oh, we could have seen this coming. As another (laughs) elemental, this one that seems to be made mostly of air and debris, appears beside you. Being frank, I'm not surprised. Wow, that looks very scary. I don't like that. Look at that face. Like, it also looks a little rah. cute, like a little scary, a little cute. It does look a little cute. It looks like a little munch. Like it looks like a cotton candy kind of like. I feel like it's not cute as it's eating you, but sure. That was two actions. It spins one action moving up close to you. And the winds are ridiculous around this thing. Uh, you do think it might be hard to fly. As it's Toto's turn. Well, given we didn't really have a good... Uh, idea of where we needed to go. Um, I think Toto will go ahead and move them towards the... Toto is going to point with his claw towards the water elemental. <laughs> towards the air elemental. <laughs> and look at everybody. Air elemental. Nick is going to need backup. <laughs> going in, baby! We're going to keep We're gonna keep ourselves together because that's what we need to do with the healer on board. Uh, so... Let's see, I have 120 feet of movement that I can use. So, uh, how far can I get? I'm 75 or so feet away from it. Um, can, you can get up to the winds, and then everything else is difficult terrain, so I think you can move the rest of the way, but after like after that, everything's half, half speed. Is that only for flying creatures, or is walking difficult terrain too? 
Walking doesn't seem to be difficult terrain. You get the sense it's just affecting the air around it. So yeah, Toda flies up with everybody getting within uh, schmacking distance of this thing. Um, no, no, I just changed my stance. I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got to make a decision. <laughs> then Toda is going to go ahead and uh, bite and attempt to claw at this thing. Just biting at the wind. It's like a dog just hanging out the crow window. What's the movement speed of the dragon? Uh, I have 120 feet of fly speed. That is, dare say, nutty. <laughs> As you bite into it, like, you you feel purchase, and uh, you get the sense you crit. Ooh. Oh, really? Ooh. Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. And how about does it? That's good. Does it take all the damage? Uh, does not take good or positive damage. Cool. So yeah, that's uh, uh fifty piercing, and the additional damage doubles too, right? Yeah. So that would be twenty-two electric. All right. Let's go. It takes a solid chunk of all of that damage. And then Toto will go ahead and claw at it for Oof. a actually to forty-three because it's agile. <laughs> So agile reduces by four. Forty-two. Oh, it's oh, it's forty-two then. Okay, okay. Sorry. Forty-two also crits though. Oh dang. Yeah. Oh my god. Fifty-six damage. What? What? All right. You see Toda come up, bite this thing, claw it, and you see that it is basically on its last wins. Oh, that was actually pretty good. I like that. <laughs> you have a Varso pun approval. To let the last bit of wind out of the sails of this thing, uh, I guess I'm going to have to. Nice. With the with the Tona platform, what does that mean for us riding it? Are we like base to base with this thing, or is it pretty much as we see where we have to like be literally base to base? I yeah, I think it's how you see because I don't think definitely all three of you couldn't be on one side of Tota or even on on the front of his head or something like. You could probably though like we could sh- shift like. He can step in front of me, right? I'm going to say not without you moving, actually. That'll be, like, one of the downfalls of riding the dragon. So, like, not without you moving, and can't move not on your turn, so. Because he can't end his turn in your space. I I mean, I could tumble through her space, but it would cause me to fall off the dragon. Can I somersault along the back of the dragon? (laughs) Uh, I mean, you, you can horizontal jump, so, like, you could try to land... I don't know how, what your distance is. I'm just saying, yeah, that's yeah, impossible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess with with my current with my current station, because of where I am, I can't bite him, and I'm not willing to use a, a spell right now. So I guess I'm just going to have to Divine Lance this thing. Ooh, but then it doesn't take good damage, and I know it doesn't take good damage. Uh, would it take... Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of stuck here. Wish so what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise shield and then I'm going to hold my action to move and say, Tanigal, I need to get in your spot. Leon holds his action to move, tails Tanigal. The waters below you begin picking up something intense. They raise about probably about 10 feet and it is all due to moving water running from the north grates to the south grates. And, uh, you just see it like cover up most of everything, like you see the top of the rock sticking out, the top of the stump sticking out, the top of the dead tree limb sticking out, and that's what the flood does on its turn. It is the little water elemental's turn. Little water elemental that could. Little water elemental that could. Little water elemental that has 
100 swim speed. False. Oh, shit. Well, I, mean, I mean, it's not that surprising. I, I was more thinking it would just teleport. It comes up under you. And what is it gonna do? Like it's attacking the flying dragon? I realized I the error so. of its ways and apologize. I, I assume because it traveled under the water, it didn't have, like, hampered speed because of the... Oh, because walking isn't affected by the wind anyway. It's a water elemental. <laughs> it's just in the water. You see basically part of it, part of the water, come splashing up, and it attacks Toda. Does a 34 hit you? Nope. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's going to attack one Skirt. more time. <laughs> Does a 36 hit you? Just hits, yeah. Wow. Unlucky. You take 30 bludgeoning damage from this water just like slapping into the bottom of you, and I need a reflex saving throw as a lot of the oh. sticky water kinds of gets on your wings. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's bad. Uh, <laughs> does does having a swim speed help me here? If you fall in the water. <laughs> uh, it's a 33 on the saving throw. That's a natural nine. You feel yourself fall like 10 feet, but since you were 10 feet above the water, you just like scrape the edge of it. Uh, do the rest of us need to make saving throws? Not currently. If he had like fallen fully into the water, then yes. Okay. Mick, it is your turn. Uh, I would open like to open chest. The chest. Okay. You go to open the chest, and it opens. Uh, and what do I see inside this chest? You see one scroll and five vials. All five vials are in one case, so you can pick them all up at the same time if you want to. Uh, what do the vials look like? Like are they? Black and filled with orc alchemy. Give me, no, they are not. Give me a alchemy check. I'll just let you make this for free since you're an alchemist. Uh, do you mean a crafting check or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Pathfinder One, it's called craft alchemy. Thirty-two. Okay. Uh, you're kind of looking them over. You think they probably have something to do with water, but you've never seen anything like it, so you know it's probably not like water breathing. Five vials. I want. Uh, five vials of some sort of water associated. And Mick is like grabbing this and like shoving it in his arm as he's <laughs> saying this. Some water associated thing and a scroll. Then he like turns and sees the like wind elemental down. And will move with his flying boots like diagonally. Movement speed of 40, so 20 feet like towards the party. I guess right here and above them, assuming he's gonna go up. Sure. That sounds good to me. Enter. Doldrin, it is your turn. I'm going to free action say, give me a clear shot at both of them. So if we're all moving here. <laughs> I'm just going to make there be one of them. And uh, That's a good thought. Yep. Doldrin, uh, I assume I can't be within five feet of them though, right? Like I can't shift to being base base. I'll say where you are. You can, you're kind of like five feet from both of them. We'll be a little lenient here. All right, then I will uh, just take uh, El Scytho and chop some air. Because uh, the air looks like it's faltering, right? Yeah. You see, like, some debris falling out of it. It's not. It doesn't have the strength to hold all the debris up. It's faltering. Uh, does a 38 hit? It does. It doesn't crit, but yeah, you take your scythe and you, like, slash through it. Uh, you see it kind of break in half and dissipate. And then... You see a little bit of electricity kind of cackle between both of the like both of the halves of air that is dissipated. And in its place, 
black ooze me. They, they multiply. <laughs> they multiply. I wouldn't do that to oh, you twice. What the heck? Oh. In its place, you see what looks to be probably a stronger form of it. Uh, some kind of thunderstorm elemental type thing uh, that that takes its place and is there. Oh, do I do I think like it upgraded like? It's just like this is its second form, or do I think like slashing it might have done something? Uh, make me an occultic check. It'll be a free one. Sixteen, which is pretty good for me. No clue. All right, gonna slash it again because I just assumed I killed. Yeah. Thirty to hit. You kind of go to slash it, and oddly enough, you feel like your scythe kind of turned backwards on itself, and you miss. Huh. The winds are a little too strong for you. So it, like, got stronger from what we're seeing. Yeah. Like, the winds, while the winds mechanically aren't doing anything, they're definitely moving faster, and you see, like, lightning strikes coming through the winds itself. It's basically like a thunderstorm tornado now. Doldrum's just going to shout out, All right, the winds are dealt with a bit, but maybe we don't kill the water one. Dealt with! He screams, it's like he can't, the storm is like raging. You said there was five vials? Yes, but I have no idea what they do. Besides being vaguely water. So so basically though, like, they're not, um, so you don't want me to attack? Not, not the water one? I don't know. Alright, he's, Mick is like borderline to us, right? I'm yes, he's above. above us. Uh, can I, can I like interact action with him? What do you want to do? Like, what do, what do you want your interact action to be? Uh, grab a vial from the thing Not from him. You, he could drop you one. He's like, he's ten feet above you. I am the master of the vials. Stay away from me, Val Witch. I can jump ten feet, can't I? Probably. You can probably high jump ten feet. I would say definitely is, like with your current athletic skill, uh, it would definitely it would be two actions. One to jump, one to grab the vial. One to jump, one to grab the vial. Uh, so moving away for Leon's sake, like he asked me to. Um, so I just kind of shift down closer to Mick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do that. High jump and grab a vial from him. Just for the sake of fun, Mick will say like you didn't get the vials completely put up. They're kind of like, we'll say they're like hanging out of your bag slightly. And you see Tanigal like hop up and I can't. I can't realistically say you grab one vial, so you grab the whole case of vials. You could have just asked. <laughs> but now you have five vials in the case, and I'm pretty sure that was your whole turn. You moved, jumped, and grabbed a case. Oh, I moved, didn't I? Balls. Okay, well, yep, that's it then. At the end of her turn, when she moves, my held action activates. Okay. Sounds good. space to fall back into, she falls to her demise in the water. Okay, good night, Tim. <laughs> That's a win-win. Bye-bye. She has the vials of saving us. No! I, I'm just, do I, do we drink it or do we use it? I say drink it. <laughs> There's the question. It's probably not a trap. <laughs> I like your not confidence. So when I, I'm holding this and I'm holding this like out uh, so that people can grab them. Like I'm holding them. Sure. For sure. You watch as this guy moves over here and kind of leans out one of its little, a piece of like its swirling tornado, and you see a very large lightning bolt come from it and go through all of you and Tota. <laughs> not, not Mick. <laughs> hey! Uh, in, in an order? 
that might matter. No, it is it is not chain lightning. Uh, I do need reflex saving throws. Does it hit water at a elemental throw? Yes. Uh, that's going to be a 40. 42 because I'm going to use divine grace uh, just to make sure. It's uh, 31 I is bad. I got but... a 44. Report storm elemental for team kill, please. Um, also, as a reaction, can I take a bite at it as it goes by? Oddly enough, it doesn't trigger reactions because it's so so goofy in the air. <laughs> so goofy. Goofy. It says that on the it's monster. It's a silly belly. So weird. <laughs> so quirky. He doesn't take the opportunity attack. I'm just weird like that. Tanticle, you take no damage. Oh, I need what? everyone that rolled under a 44 but over a 34 <laughs> to take 22 damage. Cool. I reduce that by 10 because I'm resistant to electric. Yep, that is good. And then Leon, you take 44 damage. Oh, that's not too bad. And then we'll get everyone, including Mick, to make us a fortitude saving throw when we get back from the break. I do Yo. not deserve this pain. <laughs> Goodness. Goodness. 